0: Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the New Heights Show on education. I'm Erica Hansen. We have a big show for you guys today. It's going to be on the coronavirus and what we can do, especially as disabled people, to keep ourselves safe, and what it is, and what we can expect going forward. <clears throat> so, let's dive right in because, this, like I said, this is gonna be a big show, and I wanna get as much as I can possibly in here. Um, so, the very first question I'm gonna answer for you is: what is coronavirus? Um, coronavirus is actually. A family of viruses. Um, There is more than one coronavirus out there. Most of them are, if not harmless to us, we can usually get them. You know, get over them pretty quickly. This is what they consider to be a novel coronavirus, which only means that it's new. It's new to humanity. Um, It has never crossed over into human, um, into human society until now. So the actual designation for this virus is COVID-19. This is basically just stands for coronavirus 2019 because it was actually labeled officially on in December of 2019, um, this virus started in Wuhan, China. That's in the Hubei province of China. Um, it's thought that the virus jumped from animals to humans in markets there. So, um, China has a lot of fresh fresh kill markets. I guess is what you'd say. You know, you can go to a butcher and on market market day and get. A piece of work. Um, So that is what they think is happening. Um, Coronavirus is now transferring itself between humans. This means human contact rather than it just jumping from animals to humans. um, It is advised that people stay at least six feet away from each other If you cough or sneeze, do so um, either in a tissue or a cloth or by sneezing into your elbow. So most, as of about 10 minutes ago, also I'd like to update this and say that I have heard uh, on the news that some pretty drastic measures are being taken by certain states. Ohio, the Ohio governor has now, um, officially closed all K-12 through 12, uh, schools in Ohio um, broadly. New York has stopped its Broadway selection for this year. No Broadway plays are currently going on. Um, both Ohio and New York have instituted Uh, a mandate that states that no groups uh, larger than 500 people are allowed to form. Um, Also, the NBA has suspended the season for this year due to coronavirus. So as you can see, it's really having an effect on people's lives. So let's get into what the symptoms are and where we go from here. Um, Symptoms can range from mild to severe with the most severe cases affecting the elderly or those with underlying health conditions, weakened immune systems, heart disease and diabetes, those types of things. Statistics out of China show a 16% chance of severe infection, mostly those in vulnerable populations. Now though that figure from China, 16%, that's a couple days old. Um, That's when I I originally found the statistic. It may have changed by this point because this virus is moving rapidly. My understanding is that China does have things somewhat under control, but, you know, given that information is hard to come by, I don't know exactly what under control as far as China is concerned so now i do want to talk about the symptoms of this and then i'll get to how why disabled and chronically ill people should be concerned and what to do the symptoms are listed on the cdc website um cdc.gov and they are fever cough shortness of breath so Again, very similar symptoms to like the flu. Um, some people are confusing colds with coronavirus. Um, <clears throat> so just because you might have a cough or a sneeze, you know, that may not be coronavirus. Really take it to consider the symptoms as a whole, um, and contact your local physician to see if you need to get tested. And we'll talk about testing in a minute and where that is in the country and that sort of thing. So now let's talk about special difficulties for people with disabilities. Um, The first one that I am considering is, those with coronavirus are advised to quarantine themselves at home. Now, this could present an extra challenge for people who need the constant care of a caregiver. The CDC recommends that the infected patient is separated from the general household, including pets. This simply may not be possible. Um, there are guidelines for caregivers on the CDC website. I will leave a link in the show notes. Um, yeah, this is interesting because there are disabled folks out there who do need um help with their activities of daily living, you know, bathing, clothing themselves, that sort of thing, even eating. And for those that need 24-hour-a-day care, even if they're in their own home or apartment, sequestering themselves from that that caregiver may just may not be possible. Um, <clears throat> you know, the CDC advises that if you are at home with other people, that the ill person, you know, separate themselves like in a separate bedroom or, um, you know, in a separate area of the house, not necessarily leave the house, obviously, but just make sure that there is a separate space for the ill person. Again, that may not be possible if you really do need a nursing um, assistant on hand to, to help care for yourself. Um, and that, I think that is something to be consider, you know, um, talk with your doctor. Are there any arrangements that can be made? Um, how would your providers like you to handle needing a caregiver 24 seven if you have coronavirus? So the second thing that I thought of was difficulty getting groceries or medications. Um, CDC advised people to stock up on groceries, not just toilet paper, folks. Uh, Yeah, apparently people are really raiding the toilet paper. Um, No, this is not what that means. Um, And stock up on groceries and hand sanitizer and soap. By the way, soap and water is best for washing your hands. If you don't have access to a sink and soap and water, then they do advise hand sanitizer, but hand sanitizer is not quite as good as regular soap and water. That's just an FYI there for you. So it is also recommended that people get extra doses of their medication from their pharmacy in case they get sick and cannot leave their home. So that means say you get, you pick up your medication once a month. And so I would suggest, or the CDC actually suggests getting extra doses of that, maybe getting three months, putting yourself on the three month, um, refill schedule rather than the one month for a while until we see how this shakes out. And if you do get the virus, you know, and you're able to wait through it and see, you know, when it starts going away for you, then you can put yourself back on the one month plan. Um, Many, but here's the problem. Many disabled people rely on public transportation or ride shares Um, to shop. Buses and trains have a lot of people packed into a small space. Um, Other viruses, such as the common cold spread frequently. COVID-19 only heightens this concern. So as some of you may know, I can't drive. I use buses frequently to get my shopping done. Um, They have not shut down public transportation to my knowledge, certainly not in my city. Um, I haven't heard anything about it around the country, but it is a concern. Um, Even if you just get a cold, and I say that just with trepidation because a cold is never fun, it still lowers your ability to fight off anything else while you have that cold. So let's say you get a cold and then you get COVID-19, coronavirus, Um, you become at risk for severe symptoms because of that. Um, So be careful out there, guys. Um, It is, like I said, it's a difficulty um, for disabled folks because we do rely on public transportation so much. Um, I would suggest maybe getting together with friends, And going shopping, um, trying to limit how many people you are with. Uh, Rideshares might be a good idea at this point. Um, However, I do want to let you know Uber has started um, restricting drivers, um, especially those who have tested positive for coronavirus. They have been suspending them from driving at that point. They've also suspended Um, passengers who have been known to have tested positive for coronavirus. So again, be careful. Um, Wash your hands. Don't touch dirty services. um, Limit your interactions with people if you can. Um, And, you know, just stay safe at this point. Right now, I'm going to go to a break And then after that, um, we'll go on with our special difficulties for people with disabilities. And then we'll talk about some things um, that the CDC is recommending that people do to kind of um, slow down the spread of this virus. please visit new and contact us new heights, educational group, educational resources to help reach your goals. Welcome back to the new Heights show on education. Um, this is our second segment regarding coronavirus. If you missed it, the first segment, um, as long as, as well as the rest of this episode will be up on our website shortly. So I was going over in the last segment some difficulties that disabled folks might face during this time of pandemic. Um, one of the other things that came to mind when I was thinking about this is people with chronic conditions, who I am, chronic illness, who I am at this point kind of lumping in with disabled because chronic illness can be a disabled disabling condition especially those that have um, respiratory issues to begin with. Coronavirus is a a respiratory virus. It will um, show up in your chest. Um, Again, show up as a cough. You know, it's spread by droplets in the air. Again, very, very respiratory. So those with chronic asthma, or chronic CPOD, um, cardiopulmonary, um, cardio, (laughs) excuse me, chronic obstruction pulmonary disease, um, COPD, might want to definitely contact their providers if they start feeling the coronavirus symptoms. Um, Your asthma, your COPD, may complicate the virus um, and make things worse, unfortunately, even if you are um, healthy, otherwise healthy. Um, so, it, again, it does concern me as far as are these people being taken care of? Um, is chronic illness being considered as far as vulnerable populations so yeah um, my understanding right now is that we are behind the rest of the world as far as coronavirus testing so we just simply do not have enough tests to go around right now um, which of course is concerning again if you have a cough um, I would contact your healthcare provider um, and then if you can self-quarantine, that is the advice of the CDC. Um, yeah, I I would keep, if you have asthma or COPD, I would keep your medications close to ha- hand like your inhalers um, and let the, your doctor know, or the ER if you end up having to go there, exactly what type of symptoms you're having. Um, if you're having severe your symptoms, don't wait. You know, go go in. Call. They prefer that you call ahead of time if you go to your doctor's office or even to the ER, so they can prepare for your arrival. Because if you do have um, COVID nineteen, then they want to make sure you're safe. They want to make sure the staff is safe. They want to make sure that the other people in the waiting room are safe. So they may have special instructions for you when you reach uh, the ER or your doctor's office, whichever happens first. Um, So again, things, things like asthma and COPD, I just want people to be careful out there. Um, Keep an extra eye out on your symptoms. Also, people who have a suppressed autoimmune system, um, people with lupus, people with MS, um, you know, people with certain types of cancers that have had to go through chemo, all of these folks have a suppressed immune system, and again, that can invite viruses in and into your body and wreak havoc. Um, CDC is saying that these people are in high at risk class um, as well as the elderly because of the suppressed immune system. So again, if you find yourself getting a cough or a fever or sneezing quite a bit, um, I would contact your doctor. Don't play around with this. Um, this virus moves very, very quickly. So again, just get medical attention, get medical advice, um, and quarantine yourself until you can get medical attention. Um, <clears throat> so now the other thing, one of the other problems or, or difficulties disabled folks have is like the elderly um, disabled individuals sometimes have to sometimes have to stay in group homes um, and a virus can spread very quickly within a densely populated place um, which a lot of group homes are um, there are a lot of mental health group homes um, which the virus could get into as well as the elderly um, you know, care facilities that we're hearing about now. And also, you know, I would ask if you have a a loved one in one of these facilities or are in one of these facilities yourself, like a group living situation, um, ask them what their plan is um, for the coronavirus. You know, what what are they going to do? if there is a coronavirus um, positive in your group home, I think it is a good thing for everyone to know. So we're gonna take another little break here and then we'll wrap up this show on coronavirus with a few more things that the disabled community may have issues with um, regarding this pandemic. And Hello, welcome back to the New Hyde show on education and welcome back to my show on the coronavirus. Um, Last segment, I was going through some more difficulties that disabled community might have um, considering the nature of this pandemic. Um, One other thing that I thought of, um, disabled uh, individuals might have problems following CDC guidelines, this is nobody's fault. It's just the way it is, such as hand-washing, keeping things clean, such as they are, uh, the CDC is recommending that you keep um, regularly used surfaces like kitchen surfaces, bathroom surfaces, um, disinfected. Well, again, going back to my statement regarding People that need caregivers 24-7, you, you know, you as a disabled person may physically not be able to do that. They, you may not be able to wash your hands as frequently as the CDC recommends. Um, in that case, again, I would talk to your doctor. I know I'm repeating myself, but really, guys, stay safe. Listen to the medical professionals out there. Um, talk to your caregiver see if you need any special equipment to help you do these things. Um, You know, just do the best you can. Um, And of course, report uh, anything, any symptoms that you feel are getting too severe to your provider. Um, So one of the last things I wanted to mention is stigma. Now, right now, unfortunately, there have been some instances that I have heard of of people of Asian descent um, being, picked, uh, being singled out and attacked because this virus originated in China. Um, and so there are, quite frankly, nasty people out there assuming that anybody of Chinese descent must have coronavirus. It hasn't happened yet, but given that um, people with chronic illnesses are on the high risk list, um, it is possible that if you have a obvious disability or maybe an obvious respiratory issue that that, hatred could transfer onto a disabled individual. Like I said, I haven't heard of this yet happening, but I would be cautious, um, just to be on the safe side. This is something that has a lot of people scared and they may lash out, um, of course, inappropriately. So, um, you know, and I'm gonna to say to wrap up here, with all of what I've said, don't be afraid. Um to now is a time to be cautious and careful. Yes, um, make sure you're not any large in any large groups. Um practice what they call social distancing, stay pretty much six feet away from people if you can. Um Be cautious, but don't be afraid. Um, Fear, in this case, just causes confusion. And honestly, we have enough confusion regarding this virus to begin with. Um, Raising your anxiety over this is not going to help. Um, Keep away from the news. Right now, coronavirus is every is anything. Everybody's talking about this on the news. It's actually in America. It has superseded the election, which is that takes quite a bit to do. Um, so if you need to turn off the news, do so. Um, don't be afraid to leave your house. Just be cautious when you do. Um Limit your interactions, like I said. But if for whatever reason you can't, like you have to go to the store, uh, just be cautious with the others around you. um, But don't, don't, you know, become so anxious that you can't live your daily life. That is not what this is about. So I'll wrap up by saying, folks, stay safe. Listen to the CDC, listen to your medical providers, do what they want you to do, Um, wash your hands, clean all surfaces that you regularly come in contact with, and again, stay safe. Take care, and I will talk to you next week. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings.